Hello and welcome to the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Brandon Jones. Joining me this week, panelists Michael Huber. Yo. Brad Ellis. Yo. My successfully pre-ordering co-moderator, Mr. Daniel Bloodworth. Yo. And making it all happen by starting the Zoom call in Slack, Ian Hank. Ow. Help, you all right? Just yo backwards, I don't uh, know. <laughs> oi, Is that oi? Oi. Oi. oi? oi, oi, oi. Oi, these pre-orders. Oi. Distinguished Everyone guests. but you successfully pre-ordered. <laughs> wow, we didn't need that. We didn't need to <laughs> start off on that foot. Slowpoke <laughs> Slow Jones. Bringing the moderator down below everyone else. Ooh. No, I currently don't have a PlayStation 5 pre-order. We'll get to that in just a minute. But first, distinguished guests. We are here to talk about some of the biggest events, including pre-orders, in video games this week. But before we do that, we have to answer for all of the mistakes we made last week. Ian, please begin corrections music. Boo. To clarify, Brad Sams is a writer for Petri.com and Therot.com, covering all things Microsoft. Both sites are owned by BWW Media, which is his... Um, uh, the thing I mocked last week for having 56 followers. He has been writing about the Series S for over a year. He was the guy that initially leaked Project Scarlet as well as Anaconda and Lockhart. So oh. this, is, this is old hat to Sam's, yeah. uh, who feels bad. I saw him echoing on Twitter. He's like, everyone hates me now. <laughs> oh, God. Upset that he took that. I'm just doing my job. Gods and Monsters had to change its name because Ubisoft got in a trademark legal battle with Monster Energy for the title. Wow. There's a 186-page document that was filed on April 3rd. If you ask Ubisoft, they're like, nah. It's like, yeah, yeah but you Monster Energy filed that. And they're like, yeah, 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 we just creatively, you know, wanted to give it three words instead of two. Or I guess got <laughs> and, and is a word. But, uh, Weird. Um, so, yeah, according to Ubisoft, nope. They were, creatively, it went in a different direction. And Terry Wolf wrote a book on Hideo Kojima called The Kojima Code in 2018. It only goes up to like MGS2. Apparently it's not very mm. in-depth. And of course it's not giving us the juicy details that we want from the whole Konami debacle. But Nobody a Kojima but book exists. Knows that. Only mm -hmm. Keely. Uh, and only Keely. Ke Keely knows Kojima something Kojima doesn't even understand Kojima it. Knows. <laughs> let, me get, let me try to get the jokes out first, Ian, and then I'll give you a shot. How about that? <laughs> and if you can end Koresh's music, that'd be great. Oh, okay. Nice. I thought you had ended it. I thought you did it, and I was just repeating it. So. It happens. It happens quite a lot on this podcast. I need like should I do like scene? They'd be like, and yeah, yeah, Jones yeah, yeah. is finished. Joke completed. Or the finger up, like I'm about to speak. <laughs> we should have sign language here on the show. It's the what delay, was the thing Jones? we had for the goaties? What? That VV doll. Held? VV, the VV doll. doll. Yeah, yeah. It VV. never worked yeah. though. It, we only the used it once. The theory was we would hold the VV doll and you could speak, but it didn't. Yeah. It didn't pan out. Cool doll though. Yeah. Yeah. Nice doll. Though. Yeah. Nice IGN leftover I got in a, in a contest. That was from IGN? Yeah. Nice. Thank you all stuff. Thanks, IGN. <laughs> Before we get into this roller coaster news week that we had in the world of video games, I would like to focus on something positive. And a lot of these things that I've gotten uh, at the from to, to be a silver lining in the gaming industry from our $5 and above patrons at patreon.com slash easy allies, a lot of these take place in places outside uh, of the U.S. And this might be something that all of you aren't necessarily focused on. On Saturday, Hololive, one of the top VTuber virtual YouTuber factions in Japan, launched Hololive English with the debut of five new VTuber personalities who primarily speak English. For someone who has dabbled a bit in the recent surge of VTuber personalities, this was welcoming since I do not understand Japanese. The five personalities are Mori Kaliope, uh, Calliope, sorry, Mori Calliope, an apprentice Calliope. for the Grim Reaper, Kiara Takanashi, the Eternal Phoenix, Inanis Ninome, 
just a regular girl who happens to have tentacles, Amelia Watson, a big brain detective, and Gargura, an adorable shark. Okay. Do you know about Huber, do you know about virtual YouTubers? So this um, is... I just learned about it. I saw a headline somewhere cuz I guess Pokemane is is dabbled. doing it. Yep. Has dabbled with it. That is that is that is where my knowledge stops. It is like a virtual representation of yourself. Uh, to, wait, to of, of anyone you want to look like. If you want to be you can be the anime character you've always wanted to be. Huber. I want to be a oh, YouTuber. Shit. Yep. Can I be like a Konoha ninja? No. It's like okay. a you gotta, augmented you reality. Shonen Jump for that. Damn. But yeah, when that happens, I'm in. Well, we got six new characters from this this week. And so hmm. it, uh, it definitely thank you to Carl Williams who, who, who let us know that and gave us all sorts of information on those six specific characters. I just found a video that says how to be a virtual YouTuber. Huber, let's go. <laughs> nice, dude. It sounds like you have to go for sure. The adventure starts today. We should do our uh, easy update in Huber syndrome for like a month, dude. As just v- as VTubers. VTubers. <laughs> I'm I'm down, dude. VTubers. I'm kind of into month. it. Yeah. <laughs> Sony held a PlayStation Five showcase earlier this week. A lot of crazy stuff happened at that. Final Fantasy 16 was announced. We got to take a look at Spider-Man Miles Morales. Another look, uh, although I saw some people downplaying the Huber of Resident Evil Village. I don't, we didn't really learn a bunch of new stuff. They kind of retreaded some of the old ground in marketing. Uh, TG- Shopkeeper was probably the big. T- TGS is coming up. People are thinking we're going to see more of that. Some more Deathloop. You know, saw a Demon Souls, I think, was one of the highlights of somebody mm-hmm. who has not played that game. I don't want to talk about any of that. We covered all that stuff in the post-game show. You can watch our reactions. We have even more to talk about that has happened since that event, and I want to preface it with this. PlayStation's head of marketing, Eric Lempel, told Jeff Keighley on July 17th of this year, we'll let you know when pre-orders will happen. It's not going to happen with a minute's notice. That was uh, when they showed off the DualSense for the first time and not only said, no, 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 pre-orders will not be a mess, kind of laughed about it. Ha, pre-orders, ah! Because somebody was claiming to like wait outside. They were like, I'm in line now for the PS5. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we haven't announced the, the date yet. Uh, safe to say that the pre-orders for PlayStation 5 did not go well. The question I wonder is, did was that what Sony planned, or does Sony really care at this point? We've been hearing a lot about pre-orders. Jeff Keighley was really the one telling everybody where to go. Yeah, and, uh, and Wario. Yeah, and Wario yeah. have done, you know, our, our, our patriots. They've done a really incredible job in all of this. Um, but surprising not to hear from Sony. Um, and I mean, hey, if all of you got pre-orders, this might really not be a big deal. What happened this week? Uh, Chaos. Well, they said pre-orders start, which was yesterday, they start tomorrow. So everyone's like, all right, cool, tomorrow. Then all of a sudden, Walmart's like, nope, boom, yeah. pre-orders Walmart are up. Walmart broke the line. Yeah, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, shit. And then everyone then jumped on. Everyone started, yeah, yeah. jumping on. Well, so uh, was that, was, like was that a mistake from Walmart? Too. Or were they like, nah. I don't know. I mean, like, dive in. either that or, like, they're Walmart. What are they going to do about it? Walmart can do whatever the hell they want. Can't yeah. stop them. Can't stop yeah. them, Jones. Well, what was interesting is today, Walmart had like a countdown it's like okay they're gonna have it's gonna happen there's gonna be more available at like 6 p.m or whatever and you know and then the, everyone was counting down the time to when that would that page should be updated but yeah i mean it, it really just feels like somebody just had an itchy trigger finger pulled yeah. it and then oops everybody else pulled it in response <laughs> yeah i wonder because uh since then you know microsoft has come back and given a dedicated time yeah. now a specific time throughout Best Buy, Amazon, Walmart, all the big hitters of when 
Xbox pre-orders go live. So I wonder if in response to this, Microsoft like put out some calls to these companies and were like, yo, we need to have a specific time for you to go live. Because that would make sense too with Walmart addressing like, okay, now it's six. I wonder if after all this, to, like this morning, Sony maybe called them and we're like, yo, can we like rein this in to have specific times? Just just speculation. Tuesday at 8 a.m. PT, you can try mm-hmm. to make do, do your best shot to go get that X yeah. or that S. Yeah. But I mean, Brad brings up a good point, Huber. If Walmart again is like 8 a.m., we're Walmart. <laughs> yeah. What can yeah, Microsoft do? do? Of course. Yeah, now yeah. What are you going to do? So, Blood, you're Sony now. Do you just, do you, you know, are you upset about this? Do you say something about it? Do you just kind of let bygones be bygones? I don't know what you could do. Because, like, mm-hmm. clearly it's gotten entirely out of your control. Mm-hmm. Clearly, if you try to just cancel everybody and reset, people are going to get crazily upset. And, you know, just throw a huge fit. Yeah, it's almost like at that point, like, you just had to say, okay, everyone, just go for it. It's, you know, the the, the jig is up, you know, it's like, there's, there's no, there, you know, it, it's it's just that entirely, like, putting the genie back in the bottle, it's, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, I wish, you know, a lot of this, I feel like, could have been alleviated with, like, what Microsoft is doing with a dedicated time. That's really important. But if there was just some way to lock out scalpers, man. Well, like some places you're going by one per thing. Yeah. That helps. That really helps. But, like, you know, you go on eBay now and you already see, like, 10, 20 pages of just, like, $1,000, $1,500, mm-hmm. PS5. So, you know, there, I, there. I was anticipating how much of a shit show this was going to be all year. I've been I've been thinking about this all year long. Because more people are gaming than ever. Social media is bigger than ever. Like, everything is instantaneous. And, you know, franchise records are always being broken. Like, oh, most sold game in the franchise ever. So I knew it was going to be the worst. And it was somehow even worse than that. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Is it? I, I think it. I think it might be better this way. Like, it sucks that they jumped the gun and did it early. But. And, and maybe I'm jumping ahead myself here in the podcast, but, like, as someone who tried to get a 3080 this morning, waking up at 6.20 in the morning, and they were all literally everywhere gone, and, like, gone in a way where it's, like, it wasn't, like, the PlayStation 5 where you could get something in a cart and the site was breaking. It was, like, it was... It went from notify me to out of stock in one refresh, and it's just, <laughs> oh like, that's God. how it was everywhere like literally everywhere just gone instantaneously within five seconds and so like that's because we knew the time partially Mm -hmm. like because they said 6 a.m this day and so everybody was like counterpoint i need to snipe this and so like this hectic insane rollout like don and i got ours because someone Mm -hmm. in chat just put some raw nasty virus looking link in our twitch chat and we were like we're not clicking that and then they were like no no, no it's from wario 64 and then we, Don and I were both like okay and, oh, then right. we clicked it. and then it looked so sketch it took me to a page on amazon i've never seen before and i was like the is this door. fake yeah. is this real because like so- you clicked the item and there was no page for it it was insane i still bought it yeah <laughs> I can't wait to see what shows up on your doorstep. Oh my god. I'm gonna get just like a bag of turtles. 
and be like, I well, do, I do like this perspective because it's like just so primal yeah. of like how bad do you want it? Like when they were like, hey, pre-orders tomorrow. I kept saying, I was like, all right, is that midnight Eastern time? Right. Is that midnight Japanese time? Is that 6 a.m.? Like, I was ready to stay awake and F5 all night long, yeah. ready to go. So, yeah, tomorrow was you do bring up the point of mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, tomorrow's way too vague. And, like, on the one hand, yeah. that really sucks to have to just, like, be on edge for a whole day. But on the yeah. other hand, it did give a bunch of different people a bunch of different shots at it. Mm-hmm. Whereas true 3080s are just gone gone yeah like I, ain't nobody it'll getting be, those it'll be really interesting to see microsoft how that all mm-hmm. shakes yeah. out with a dedicated yeah. time and everything so we will return to this conversation but is this is this going to affect the playstation 5 or affect sony in the long run is this something we're just going to kind of chuckle at in a couple months and be like oh yeah the pre-orders were kind of messy anyway we're all playing the yeah, console yeah, now. It's not gonna matter. For them. <laughs> yeah it won't they matter could, they could have said 599 us dollars and had all this chaos and it still would have sold out yeah, yeah. Like, it was yeah. selling out yep. no matter what yep yeah uh blood you were gonna say something earlier did we Repeat that. <laughs> the look in your eyes. Uh, quick thing, Brandon. It is smart that they actually had these pre-orders before Microsoft. For anyone who was on the fence about getting one or the other, yes, Brad, yeah. yes. a lot of people probably got caught up in the hype and like, oh shit, I'm gonna get this right now because it's available. You're so, so right. I, I do wonder if that will hurt Microsoft to any extent. On the on the flip side, though, if you didn't get in on PlayStation, then you're like, oh shit. Well, I guess I'll get an Xbox if you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. Right. You're but lucky, the thing is, like with today, like. Walmart had another rollout, so it's like, mm-hmm. how how frequent is that going to happen to where, like, all right, this company's got stock, now this company's got stock, and you just kind of have to, you know, sort of keep an eye on ground. things. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think the momentum really works in Sony's favor, too. I don't know that Microsoft's not going to have a presentation at 6 a.m. or anything, right? So it's that back-to-back yeah. of them having a big conference and then pre-orders are up now, you know, like it just, there's just so much mm. like adrenaline in everybody's system mm-hmm. from seeing those games, from seeing those fresh announcements. Yeah, because um, it's like Sony, it was interesting. They announced their prices second and had pre-orders open first. And yeah. so it's just kind of, yeah, an interesting thing. And I bet it did encourage a bunch of sales. Also, like the fact that Sony has the two versions that are actually equally powerful and one is $100 cheaper Mm-hmm. And then Microsoft has the the two versions that are two different powers. I hope I worry for people. I hope people don't get burned on that, like because they thought they learned from Sony that the two are the same. One just doesn't have a disc drive, and so somebody mm-hmm. buys the lesser uh, Series S and thinks it's the same, yeah. but it's not. And like I don't know. Oh, it's this just one's smaller confusing. and cheaper. Yeah. I'll just get that one. I'll just get that uh-huh. one. It's the same thing, just like <laughs> I can a PlayStation. Play the same games on it, right? <laughs> yeah, which you can, but. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. <laughs> no backwards compatibility on the S was the big. I mean, no thing, physical. Right? No, it has backwards compatibility. I got that okay. for you. It's got not. It for you. Ex- yeah, what is it? Jones hooked me up. It's I like saved different. it for later. Yeah. Hold on a second. Not Xbox. The One Xbox X. Series S will not run Xbox One X enhanced versions of backwards compatible games, but will instead run Xbox One S versions of Xbox One and Xbox 360 titles. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So it's just a different set of enhancements because (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's a different architecture. They've got Got different. It doesn't have the emotion chip in there. Interesting. (laughs) So yeah, it doesn't on Sony's end. You know, 
this is all dollar signs, man. And so the, yep. the actual, you know, I, I imagine they obviously want to, they will win, you know, or do well in the console war with good faith, you know, but this is something I think that easily, especially after pre, you know, uh, pre-orders go up for Xbox that uh, we will probably forget about, especially all you jokers that got your PlayStation 5. Well, and, and like, we'll see, I mean, we'll see if they're the, delivered. The power of these launch titles like Demon's Souls and Miles Morales, like it cannot be understated. And, Microsoft, I'm, I'm truly, I, I assume that the Microsoft will sell out next week or whatever, but um, I honestly wonder, like, if they don't, or if they sell slower, I wouldn't be surprised either, I guess, because, like, no Halo, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No Halo Hurts, for sure. The medium hypes me up. And, and you uh, can get a big one. computer, you can play all this stuff on computer. Like, mm-hmm. I'm excited for the Microsoft right. games, and that I don't have to buy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a... A, a fair point but at the same time like yeah it's for the people that are never gonna yeah right they're never gonna right. pay 70 or 700 dollars on a 3080 they can just right yeah get right. not know. true because i'm getting all of them eventually blood wow. <laughs> right but i'm just saying that well, like, you're not one the of majority of the xbox yeah you know line them up line them up audience is is gonna be i know i'm just kidding yeah well and the s is higher end pc pc the the s is 299 right yep mm-hmm. yep and yeah, and the the digital PlayStation is three ninety nine, so yeah. two ninety nine is pretty very good. enticing price. It yeah, is very enticing. Do we think that digital PlayStation five was four forty nine, and then that S came out, and Sony was like, "Whoops!" <laughs> and they were like, "Okay, we got to drop it to." I honestly to don't think so. You think they had four hundred? Because a lot of people are trying to figure out where that hundred dollars is going. Is that just again like a good faith price, I mean, or is that it's like a hundred dollar optic drive? Yeah, people have that pointed out seem... that a standalone drive is pretty expensive still, so... But, like, getting it OEM or whatever, I don't know what yeah. it's called, like, wholesale, like, I find it hard to believe that just an optical drive would be $100 to the to the uh, right. manufacturer. Like, I doubt it, but it yeah, might maybe it is. It might be to incentivize you just to get digital. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they make right. more money off digital sales. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, so. Sure. so... And I saw physical stores, like, brick-and-mortar GameStop had... More way physical. more disc versions yeah. obviously that's what, like that's so awkward like gamestop selling a digital right. console because it's like well see you now. never now it's like yeah. i'm killing you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah i think that's a thing sometimes yeah. you know we kind of take for granted but there is a pretty good market for people who go in and buy the playstation cards yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just to get credit um there's just like a lot of people that don't use credit cards for that stuff for one reason or another i've even seen um when i was getting like my uh uh, my wife's phone repaired and i was in like the the sprint store and they had like a machine where you could like walk up and pay your bill in cash you know if you didn't want to have like auto pay or or write Mm -hmm. a check so yeah it's it's interesting that you know what you might be used to doing to pay for something doesn't really apply to everybody else. Mm-hmm. And Ian, to counter your, would you love to say that you don't need your Xbox because the Here PC go. is going to give you everything that you want? Now we'll get there. Okay, According good. to Xbox News Reddit, Xbox is now the console with the most games confirmed to be next-gen only console exclusives. As Dusk Falls, Avowed, Everwild, Fable, Forza Motorsport, The Gunk, The Medium, Fantasy Star Online 2, New Genesis, Scorn, Scorn, Senwa's Saga, Hellblade 2, Stalker 2, State of Decay 3, and Warhammer 40k Darktide. Only coming to Xbox. 
When? I think all of those go to play the Windows as well. Haven't they said that in the past? Console exclusive. Console exclusive. Console. Is what right. You're talking about. Right. So that means Next I still get to play them on my exclusive. computer. Right. Um, so the, yeah. So the point there that they're trying to make is that those games are not going to be on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sony just announced three games that are also going to be on yes. PS4, which is compromised. Stupid. But it's hilarious because this is what. It's like Xbox has just kind of like shifted their marketing around, right? Before they're like, oh, you know, we're not going to yeah, force you to upgrade right, yeah, to the next yeah. generation. Play and I'm like, hey, look, yeah. we've got the most next gen exclusives, even though That's most of these really games aren't funny. coming out until like 2021, 2022. Yeah, Fable's not till like 2022. And also, like with xCloud, can't you like play them all on a damn phone or something? Not an iPhone. <laughs> well, not not an iPhone. IPhone. It's, it's increasingly looking less and less likely. That anything streaming will work on an iPhone. It just seems Apple's not a get not off a that, that Apple, man. I'm not. I'm not currently on an Apple right now. I'm actually on a PC. But uh, uh, yeah, Huber. Uh, another two other bombs dropped. Uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Horizon Forbidden West, Shocking. among other things, also coming to PlayStation Four. Which we knew I'm about Halo Infinite away. and kind. Mm-hmm. Of, but we knew that about Halo Infinite. So how? Still blown away? Yeah, because this whole time. Uh, specifically with Horizon. Horizon, to me, was supposed to be the next-gen showpiece. It's like, okay, this is this is why you buy into next-gen. This is why you get a PlayStation 5, because you can only play this game on next-gen hardware. It's not on PC, you know? Didn't expect it to be on a PS4. So, that's it's a big blow. It's a big blow to the hype of next-gen. Uh, thankfully, Demon's Souls is standing tall that's right it's like pretty much now the only reason for like true next gen you know if you take the pc out of the equation like it just seems like yeah ps5 demon souls that that's like the next gen game Mm -hmm. but then but then i see these criticisms too of like which make no sense to me where it's like oh remake of a ps3 game like it's still a ps5 Right. game it's just it's build it's yeah have oh, you seen it's just it? taking the scenario <laughs> a, of a brand new game man that's yeah it's a brand new game <laughs> yeah, damn it's it. super <laughs> well especially yeah. with horizon coming out later like do yeah. we have a month on that or is it just 2021 yeah. still i don't think we have a month no. it makes yeah, me really wonder how soon horizon oh, okay. will be yeah it might be spring right. or something Launch window because then there's but, ratchet and well, clank that, on the near the very near yeah. horizon i assume and that's that true next gen that to me makes it odder, yeah. That that Horizon wouldn't be PS5 only because it's it's after when c- conceivably more PS5s would be available. You know, like Miles Morales being both, it's like they want to sell a bunch for Christmas, mm-hmm. and like not everyone's going to be able to get a PS5 at Christmas. So it's like, yeah, sure that makes sense. But Horizon, yeah, it should be that showpiece. It's weird. It's really weird because Sony has stated we believe in generations. Yeah, like taunting yeah. this thing yeah. of yeah. The next gen, it's like mm-hmm. one of our hugest games, also cross gen. It's like I understand why, because it'll make more money from it. And this game's probably been developed for a long time, honestly. So it could be sooner than later, but it still is like, uh, you you yeah. touted this kind of as a PS5 game. Like, yeah. yeah, it looks great, but it's like it's still PS4 still. Brad and Blood, excellent points because we just in in the last ten minutes. Microsoft has gone the complete opposite way, and now Sony has gone the complete opposite way from what they've been hyping up for months leading into the next gen. So, yeah, what the hell? 
my my one thought though on Horizon is like it's kind of to to throw a bone to those PS4 owners, but at the same mm-hmm. time, like we got like Witcher Three and Doom on the Switch, man. Like there's <laughs> not any guarantee that Horizon on PS4 won't you know look you know yeah. noticeably worse. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, Blowers. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and like, and like, sorry, Jones. The, w- with the Xbox having a bifurcated infrastructure too, like more and more, I think these things are just going to be developed like PC games, where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, low, medium, high, you know, specs, and so probably they're just building it with that in mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jones. I was just gonna bring up Breath of the Wild, which was like the opposite of this. We were like, "Oh, that'll be a fun Wii U game," and then it was like, "Hey, hey!" You know, and it became a next gen experience. And this is like, feels a little bit different going in the opposite direction. Yeah. Um, but you know, like you said, Brad, like a, a lot of this stuff, and we there even tore two more snafus that happened during this presentation. Uh, <laughs> but it's just like I don't see this really affecting Sony. It's just like in the long run, you know, like I like yeah. you know, like you said, Brad, the sales for Forbidden West are going to be ginormous. The game's going to be absolutely gorgeous on PlayStation Five, like that. And honestly, I see where they're going with Spider-Man. It's like, Spider-Man looked great on PlayStation 4. I, I you know, am led to believe that was running on PlayStation 5 when we saw Miles Morales. But it was like, yeah, that was, that's, that, you know, that's Spider-Man looking at cutscenes. Like, that looks like that engine. Look, looks looks yeah. like those characters. Dan Childers on Patreon points out, though, when Sony first announced their new console, Cerny used what could be, he did this behind closed doors, we saw it later, could be done in a game like Spider-Man that was not possible in previous gen as an example of PS5 potential, but then it turns out, ironically, their new Spider-Man game is on both platforms. Mm-hmm. So they specifically were like, look how fast I can just blaze down, you know, the, the city streets in New York. And it's like, oh, you're going to not go that fast because we can't make miles travel at one speed and the ps4 and travel at another speed in the ps5 although the comparisons man get ready i'm not looking forward yeah. to that oh, oh yeah. yeah puddles very curious digital foundry is gonna be doing well that yeah. month what'll yeah. suck is if they're just like the same <laughs> like ps4 pro spider-man miles morales is like identical almost mm-hmm. except for ray tracing or something like uh <laughs> People get mad when we review the PS5 version. They're like, you didn't review the PS4? We'd love to know how it runs. It's like, if we had the choice, come on. <laughs> we're yeah. we're going to review that on PS5. Uh, just in case any of you were curious, Demon's Souls is not coming to PC. Right. That was yeah. a snafu. Uh, that was a mm-hmm. snafu. That was actually not in the presentation. Technically, that was in a trailer that released, which is why people threw that at us. Oh. Th- mm-hmm. This normally happens when we do reactions, where chat will jump in and be like, okay, here's actually what's going on. And we're like, oh, thanks. And we'll get a little more clarification, a little more. We'll get you know launch dates and interviews, maybe a couple extra trailers and stuff. This showcase seemed like rampant with this like there was a lot of people being like wait wait no no yeah with just the you know so by the time we got to pre-orders it was like of course you know what else you know can go wrong with this presentation but uh uh there was a screen at the end of the trailer that they released outside of the press conference that said it was coming to pc playstation later turned around and said no 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 only coming to ps5 uh the other trailers listings were due to human error Brad I wonder, which like whoops what yep. kind of human error is that? Yeah. <laughs> like that you, types you out put the up full the wrong, sentence <laughs> like, yeah you re- put out the wrong trailer six months too early like this is 100 percent coming to pc in, like, yeah. A year. yeah yeah that's yeah, what yeah. i feel like i would be surprised like, <laughs> wasn't yeah. it didn't Damiani say there was some voice actor that tweeted out just final fantasy 16 and everyone was like yes and oh, she's like, yeah. yeah no 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 i didn't no no no, no, no. Yeah. and it's like it's come on cats out of the bag the typo it was supposed to be 14. Yeah. And then just lies and lies just to right get out, that out of gate. it. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. you, just, you just turn off Twitter at that point. You just walk away. Uh, would you have gotten this on PC, Ian or Brad? 
If it, yeah, if it had done both. Dan Dan. I'm going to get both. I would have bought both, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get both, I'm kidding. Dude. Me neither. I'm oh, for sure going to get both. Oh, yeah. $140? What's 70 plus 70? It's going to be 160 euros now, right? Oh, my God. Brad Ellis I'll ready wait. to drop I'll cash to on, on software and hardware alike. Yeah, man. Been waiting years for Seven this, dude. Years, I've been dude, saving no up shame. for stuff like this, dude. Yep. Yeah. 100%. They're like, shit's expensive, but it's been a long time coming. Yep. Like, I'm ready. Uh, there was a rumor that 4 million units were cut from the PS5 production line. Sony denied that. They said, no, mm-hmm. everything is still going. There's a rumor now that they're, they're, they're like, reserving a special type of flight, like, to fly these things. Like, they're not just going to send them, like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, like UPS or whatever. They're, like, getting their own planes. There's a lot of crazy, a lot of crazy rumors flying around well, there. Well, that, that actually is something I was thinking about, because with everyone pre-ordering online and stuff, and people are going to know the day that these packages are going to arrive, like how many of these things are going to be stolen, you know, like oh, yeah. to figure out what size Amazon box is used and just take that one. Oh my God. They're having yep. regular zoom meetings with Santa Claus. They're trying to figure it all out for the holiday season. <laughs> uh, so a lot, but a lot of all those, a lot of those are rumors. A lot of those are kind of speculation. What is officially not a rumor as of this week via the PlayStation five showcase is that at least demon souls and destruction all stars will be 70 bucks period. Yeah. 70 bucks. Uh, yep. Which we haven't talked about a lot on this podcast because it is has kind of been hearsay. It's just kind of been you know people you know knocking that around and you know. Well, there's some like, third party titles that were said mm-hmm. as well. But they had a kind of sneaky way of doing it. It was like this is the next gen version, so you can up the current gen is the lower price. There was always some kind of caveat, and it mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily when you see when you hear this from Sony, when you hear this it, during their presentation, I think it you know kind of makes you yeah. associate that price tag more directly with the console itself. Um, and I, I didn't bring it up before because it's like, yeah, who doesn't want to pay $60 versus $70? But I don't know if it's necessarily something that um, will strategically fail for them. I mean, you know, Huber, you said it could be $600 and pre-orders would still sell out. Do you see 70 yeah. hurting 70 at all, or, or is, is it time? This is It's time. I hate it, but it's been a long time since game prices raised. So, I again, this is something that I've been expecting for a long time, so I'm, I'm prepared for it. Uh, I do, and I said this during the reactions, I, I think this is a long-term thing, but I really wonder if the arguments of game value are going to come back into the spotlight of, oh, you know, for sure, especially for with Euro, the Euros too, like 80 Euros for a game is so yep. huge. It's Can- like Canada's paying through the Canada, nose. It's Australia. like, there's, you can't just willy nilly buy a game. If, if there's a game you love, but it's not necessarily long, it's like, shit, should I buy this? Like, it's... It's a big deal. It's a big change, I think, for the mm-hmm. next couple of years. You know, people are going to be a little more thoughtful with their purchases. Absolutely. And especially Demon Souls and Destruction All Stars exclusive to that console, and people love to question the value of specific console exclusives mm-hmm. um, based on length and whatever. That was a big discussion that we had. This Destruction All Stars is a full full price. Seventy. Uh, Seventy bucks. Yeah. I think there. I think there might be more. Those are the two names specifically that I. Yeah, I'm through. looking at the the email again now. Yeah, I'm actually really surprised that Destruction All Stars of all things is in that seventy dollars tier. Yeah, I thought that was a smaller title. Dude, launch not. title tax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next uh, gen, it's like the knack effect, dude. People will buy it because it's and right. then the like four uh, games. The <laughs> ultimate edition of Miles Morales that comes with the upgraded. Uh, original Spider-Man game is also 70. 
Yeah, Spider-Man Remastered. 50 usually, right? Without yeah, it. 50 if you just buy Miles Morales. Pretty cool right. Spider-Man Remastered. Like yeah. a legit yeah. remaster. That was cool. Yeah, it's a good sweet. spot to jump in, well, man. That's a cool yeah. package. The thing that... I said this during the reactions, but the thing that makes me worried or slash bummed is the implication of Miles Morales that 50 is the new 39.99 you know yeah. like these mid-price yeah. games be, are now 50 it's instead really of 40, hard to right like tell. yeah it's there's hard. so many games that are so many prices though i still yeah. don't yeah. think we'll get rid of those like 20 because we had you know maybe the 15 will go away yeah yeah yeah, well, there's some more there's Huber. There's some more chatter floating around out there. So we got a game called Uncharted Lost Legacy, an excellent PlayStation mm, exclusive. Yeah, wasn't wasn't officially an Uncharted sequel. You know, it's just kind of its own thing. Uh, to, you know, took less development time, focused on different characters. Would would maybe some consider a risk. You know, uh, but worked out very well for them. And then now we're getting Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, which is you know uh, uh, you know not as much and allegedly not going to be as long uh, as uh, the first Spider-Man game. Is that what we can expect potentially from God of War Ragnarok? Would you be bummed if you found out that's what it was? No way. It's not God of War 2. It's God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, shit. Tough question. No I only bring it up because 2021. That seems insane yeah. to me. Insane. I know. I know. That is crazy. Um, either way, if, if, the, if it's massive or it's smaller like Lost Legacy and Miles Morales, I'll be happy. Because 2021 seems so early to be, to be playing, un, like, more God of War, more of that story on PS5. So if they had to make a smaller game to deliver that in 2021, I'm still excited. But, like, I, I, I'm just trying to think through it. And, like, without spoiling anything, like, what is it called? The Bifrost? Like, the, the room mm-hmm. where you used to mm-hmm. travel and, like, the lake and everything. One assumes that... that the architecture of those areas will remain the same and just be frozen over or something. And it's like, that saves time. Like, and, and they hinted at, you know, four other two or three or four other areas in the first game. So it's like, they've clearly thought this through and like they, you know, very obviously hint at sequel stuff and it's, so they've they've planned they've had this plan since the beginning. So yeah, right. I'd be a little surprised if it was a shorter game. I was going to say, I don't think this is a shorter game at all. That we would this come out 2018 this could come out the end of 2021 like ian said this has been a story they have set up they know where they're going with this story ragnarok makes sense for where the game's going completely and yeah. i don't think this thing they're going to be doing with it or where the f- the last game left off smells like a, a spin-off or a smaller scale thing mm-hmm. i think this will be a big real deal game i believe you said no way blood uh yeah I, I think, it, like both of them were saying, they've a lot of the time that went into the last God of War game was to really reinvent concept, yeah. what this game yeah. is about, who Kratos is, how they're going to build levels, like all of these very difficult questions and prototyping and testing, and now that stuff is down. Now they have an engine and like. And now it's just about, okay, now let's adapt that stuff to new hardware and improve what we've got and, you know, concept new abilities. But, like, even the new abilities, like, I feel like a lot of this groundwork was all there before they even really started building God of War. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they've, they've put in their story beats. They have 
who their boss fights are probably going to be. Like, all of this stuff, I really think, uh, has been conceptualized before they really even got the ground running on the last game. So, to take that and then just start building it out, three and a half years doesn't seem like... It doesn't sound crazy to me. It's not... Like, how often are they pumping out Assassin's Creed games? And those are just (laughs) massive, you know? And I know that they were hiring writers early 2019 i want to say um and like blood said i'm sure that most of the story was already outlined because obviously like they hint towards stuff pretty directly and it's like you don't do that if you don't have a plan unless you're star wars and like (laughs) so they definitely had a plan and hired writers like two years ago so yeah and you look at what insomniac's doing i mean they got spider-man miles morales and ratchet and clank Mm. all within a few years it's Mm. pretty pretty wild nice either way i will set my expectations thusly bloodworth and huber woke Mm. up early this morning to watch the latest nintendo partner showcase and i need you to let me know what you think because I can't tell if Nintendo usually announces this many partner relationships on a regular basis and just does it on like social media or these things just pop up in the eShop suddenly, or they're like doing this a lot more. Like, are they just having a lot of showcases and that's why it seems like they're doing more, or are they just like on a run? They're they're just scattered. Everything's scattered up because of uh, still because of E3 and and, and COVID. So. Things that were supposed to be ready for a big E3 announcement weren't really ready. Um, And so now everything's been sort of thrown to the wind. And this is essentially our pre-TGS announcement. Um, And yeah, this kicking it off with two Monster Hunter games feels good. It's it's funny because there were some rumors that came out like really close to the direct. But before that, like this... This wasn't on my radar. Like when Ben was saying Monster <laughs> Hunter's gonna be there and he was getting hyped up, that was like you know, totally out of left field for me. And and there it was. As, yeah. as soon ben, as the direct started, there's the Monster Hunter. Ben the Prophet, before we went live yeah, for PS five, he was like sixteen, Final get ready. We we're like, Okay. Monster yeah. Hunter, let's see go. tomorrow for Monster Hunter. And like sure mm-hmm. enough, Will's in it. You got it you got a challenger, Huber. CC your dreams <laughs> yeah. to Ben Moore, please. Yeah, right. Well and like um, immediately like I watched it earlier today, and it just immediately from like the grass, I was like Monster Hunter. <laughs> it's like it's real. Um, yeah. I did see in the press though, uh, Blood. They were like Monster Hunter coming to Switch, and there's a Monster Hunter on Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we group streamed it. Generations, so, right? So what's yeah? So what's going on with these? So and I know that was are, like a 3DS upscale, I think. Yeah, both yeah. Uh, pretty different games. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, it's a little bit more like traditional Monster Hunter, but it's also more like exploration uh focused it's you've got like what's it called the the bug the line bug what's the name of it i forget the name of that thing but it's like a bug that you can grapple hook hook to and get to higher areas similar to say sekiro or whatever but there's a little bit more freedom to it so they said the word verticality um (laughs) they did uh they introduced uh some new monsters they introduced the uh the canine uh being able to ride it uh, mm-hmm. which looks like it's going to be a pretty big deal. And then also the fact that you can have uh, two companions. So you can either have two canines or two felines or one canine and one feline. Um, and so it just feels like there's a lot going on to 
differentiate this game both from traditional Monster Hunter games and from Monster Hunter World. Uh, so it's going to be its own thing. And then Monster Hunter... Psyduck, dude. Yeah, the Psyduck monster. Psyduck oh. monster. I was like, what, Psyduck's in it? Looks awesome. It really does look like Psyduck. <laughs> it was like trying to swallow another creature. Yeah. It's so <laughs> funny. Um, and then Monster Hunter Stories 2, which I think was sort of an overlooked... Uh, the original was sort of an overlooked game. Uh, that we weren't sure if we would see again or if we would see uh, a remake of that in some way. So it's it's really cool to uh, have that coming, have a full sequel coming to Switch uh, with, a again, a very different art style. It looks much more uh, cartoonish. Uh, it is very clearly more story-focused uh, right off the bat, as you would hope for a game called Stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I, I think... Both of these games look like they stand out. They both look like they could attract uh, both old fans and newcomers. Uh, it's it's a real like devil win uh, for Capcom. We got a newcomer right here, Ian Hank. What? You're a newcomer. You're a monster you're too. A newcomer. Oh Me too. yeah, I played. So I'm saying he's yeah. new. Yeah, you, you know he's just. Oh, sure. But we're not new newcomers anymore, man. We finished Iceborne. We're veterans. Yeah, we're veterans. <laughs> we're grizzled hunters now. Well, yeah. what I was going to say is not to, not to, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but shout out to Ben Moore because a couple of years ago, we interviewed, he and I, the producers of Monster Hunter World before it was out. No, it was for Iceborne, I think. Um, and he asked them a question about stories and if stories was coming back. And the looks on their, those guys' faces, they, like, lit up with joy <laughs> that someone, like, remembered stories. And they looked surprised. Um, and they said something like, well, hey, that would be great. Like, we would love to do that. But it didn't feel like they were covering up that they knew something. Right. So basically what I'm saying is Ben put the idea in their head probably. <laughs> yeah. Confirmed, yeah. <laughs> stories looks awesome. It does. I'm so it does. pumped about that one. Ian, you excited about these? you put in Slack. Oh, I'm I'm over the moon. Uh, ben, that thing you or uh, Blood, that thing you put in Slack was really funny. Where it was like the village, the raffle, the are all dying. <laughs> Me in full Rathalos gear, <laughs> like looking around. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder what's happening. Uh, oh, and what's also important to note, I think, is they kicked off the direct with this, but then they also had a Monster Hunter direct. Yeah that rolled right out of it so you you got those trailers you got to see the rest of direct and then you got to really dive dive into monster hunter for a good 10 or 15 minutes or so crushing it and three shadow drops three shadow drops ori and the will of the wisps yeah uh the long dark oh okay and uh hades hades Hades. Uh, Hades. Yeah, Hades, Hades had a little bit of a, a snafu. Did you hear about that? I did not. What happened? Yeah. Uh, they, n- yeah, Nintendo accidentally it. leaked it last week. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I remember hearing some buzz about Hades, yeah. They, they send had out said that this... the 1.0 was coming soon a while ago. Right, but uh, I'm trying to find this email. But basically, they they have this weekly email that they send out to press called the Nintendo Download. And, um, yeah, so last week on September 10th, they had listed Hades, uh, available September 16th. And then, uh, a couple hours later, they, correction, 
Availability date for Hades should read fall 2020 instead ah. of September 16th. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. The backpedaling is amusing, but um, and then that's what it, you know basically came out. So. But this seems this I have not uh, uh, specifically gone through and watched the entire thing. I've seen a lot of these trailers, but uh, this seemed like one of the better partner showcases. Yeah. Um, is it because we're so cool. close to TGS For that a sure. lot of this stuff is is leading up to it? Yeah, I think I think that's a big part of it. Uh, I think, especially the when you look at the Japanese lineup, Monster Hunter is probably going to be a TGS feature. Disgaea Six, Rune Factory Five. I got Balan two games Wonder on here World. that make me think of Michael Huber. I got Empire of Sin is coming to yeah, Switch this yeah. December, and Sniper Elite Four. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Sniper Elite Four is pretty old, but still cool. Everything's cool, like coming to Switch. I always love that. Uh, Empire of Sin, another one of the situations where it's like so much UI and yeah. menu yeah. stuff sure, sure. that it's like I might want a mouse for that, but yep. still, yeah. Though the more X- systems, the better. I say, give people X-Com options. Makes me make always makes me give that stuff a, a bit more of a chance because like i actually preferred xcom on the playstation than computer i just it oh. felt really nice, nice to play so it's you good. never know i guess is what i'm saying yeah true true true, true. um and yeah true. empire of sin uh people pointed out to me earlier today had already been announced for for switch oh, okay um but nice. it's it just kind of feature just a little again. reminder yeah cool very and- cool mm, mm, mm. Mm. And now, a word from our sponsors. Ian, nice headset. Thanks. It's Who's Logitech. it from? It is. I forgot Logitech. to mention Logitech the last time we shouted them out. I eventually mentioned their name, but we talked for a long period of time about your beautiful headset without specifically saying where it was from. Because I put up the word in the podcast when we say the person, and I was like holding on the Logitech title like, oops. <laughs> I forgot to say Logitech. Um, Pro X gaming headset. Yeah, man. Woo-hoo. You dig? You don't have the mic plugged in because you're using another mic right now. I don't the podcast, have the mic plugged in. I have the, my podcasting mic, but I use the I use the onboard mic when I'm playing games, and it's really nice to to be able to like go in the other room and keep talking to people or you know uh, that kind of stuff. So it works well. You're very mobile uh, in your entertainment pursuits, Ian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to got to move around, you know. Based on the award-winning Pro Gaming headset design, the Pro X wireless headset features high-quality materials, advanced communications, precision audio, and total wireless Ian Hank freedom. It has light-speed wireless (laughs) technology up to 20 hours of battery life, a detachable pro-grade microphone featuring real-time blue voice technology, including passive noise isolation, compressor, limiter, and more for a clean, professional voice comm. Its advanced Pro G 50mm drivers deliver clear and precise sound imaging with improved bass response. You can hear footsteps and environmental cues with clarity to give you the competitive edge. With supreme comfort and durability, it has a pro-grade sleek and minimal design that's built to last with premium aluminum 4 and a steel reinforced headband. The ultra comfortable memory foam ear pads and headband are wrapped in plush leatherette and provide passive noise isolation. Extra velour ear pads are also included for an even softer feel. I'm rocking the velour. Velour. It's too damn hot. What is velour? Like Zach Brannigan's uniform. Yeah, that's fabric. <laughs> Where was it? I thank you, Ian. That just felt. I was ready to let it go, but I'm like, I know velour is something <laughs> funny. Yeah. Velour. velour. It's no, it's sh- like it's like velvet. 
Nice. For a limited time, Logitech G is offering our listeners 10% off select products at logitechg.com. That's, you gotta put the G on the end there, logitechg.com. Use code EASYA, that's easy, the word easy, E-A-S-Y-A, for 10% off today. That's 10% off of select Logitech G products with promo code EASYA, E-A-S-Y-A. Just think Emma Stone. EASYA. Uh, there you go. Isn't okay EZA. movie? Yeah, I never Ooh. saw it. It was trending for some reason. I saw something like somebody wrote a blog post about really? it or something. Yeah. <laughs> During these economically turbulent times, everyone is looking for a way to feel more financially secure. So if you're still needing throw, so if you're still needlessly throwing money every month at high interest credit card debt, it's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Now is the time to find out how low your Upstart rate can be with the help to pay off high interest credit card debt. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. You don't need a degree or diploma to apply. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans because nobody wants to go anywhere right now. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application. The best part? If the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt and get back to using your money your way with Upstart. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash easyallies to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash easyallies. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. And however many next-gen consoles you just ordered. This is true. <laughs> or, or, or GPUs. Yeah. We all need a little help these days. <laughs> and if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. I did it, Huber. What'd I remembered, and I got you here. Yes. I remembered the NPDs. Yes. Oh, nice. August yes. and 2020. A huge thanks to Matt Piscatella on Twitter. You can follow at Matt Piscatella, who handles all of this stuff as head of the NPD group, which lets us know just how this industry of ours performed in the month that was August 2020. Of course, we're talking about, we're looking at the future. We're talking about new consoles and stuff. I doubt he's the head of the NPD But it's group. fun to look back. He's, he's, no, he's, he's, he's the head now. He's the head now. He's the head now. See, he owns it. I may, I may look that up, but Matt, I'm sure, is not going to correct me. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only person I care to know at the NPD group. <laughs> and the only person you ever will. Yep. GTA 5. We'll Mario see. Kart 8. <laughs> yeah, they're in there probably. You'll have to do better than that, sir. Madden? Uh, Did Madden come out that month? Or was it this Madden. month? If it wasn't Madden, it's NBA something. Animal Crossing. Madden NFL 21 was the best-selling title of August 2020 with double-digit percentage dollar sales growth. For that patch. When compared to the release month of Madden NFL 20. So did uh, double-digit percentage dollar sales growth over Madden NFL 20. Madden NFL 1 debuts as the sixth best-selling game year to date. The 21st consecutive year Madden has won August. Crazy. Wow. I know it's Can't not surprising. It. It's like COD. It's 21, 21 years. I, I guess people, more people have consoles also, but like I thought maybe this year would change because there was the most backlash I've seen going into a new Madden release because they did so little, especially mm-hmm. for career mode. Um, 
you know, the, the Madden fandom itself was pretty vocal, pretty upset. So it's, I guess yeah, it doesn't matter. That's, that's probably a small amount. Yeah. That's vocal. Cool. Didn't, didn't do anything. It's just, just like, like the, the Mario 64 thing where everyone's like, yeah. 60 is too much. Take mm-hmm. my money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like best selling mm-hmm. thing. Wait, is that number two? No, but Bloodworth, did you hear? That hasn't gone on sale yet. Did you oh, hear about this, uh, the inverted sunshine movie. thing? The inverted? Sunshine, sunshine on the... You mean the, nighttime? Sunshine on... What was it? GameCube, right? Sunshine on the GameCube yeah. is inverted, and yeah. the Switch version is not, and you cannot change it. What? Nintendo was just like... In your faces! Ha 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 ha. So strange. Very that strange. Is strange. Very strange. But I digress. Let's <laughs> talk about money. Hardware content accessory sales totaled $3.3 billion in August 2020. 30%, 37% higher than last year. Everything is bigger this year. Everything is higher this year. Everybody is at home spending mm-hmm. lots, of, this... lots and lots of money on video games. Will the NPDs take in into consideration all the pre-orders of, of this month, or will they not count that sales in, of the new consoles until they... November? Yeah, I don't think they count, That's because some places don't even charge you until they ship. Yeah. Sure, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So November's going to be wild. But yeah. yeah. The rest of this year is going to be wild. I cannot wait to see, Dude, to find out I'm all of the numbers out, on these man. consoles and games. <laughs> uh, year-to-date spending reached $29.4 billion, 23% higher than last year. Game sales specifically, so again, hardware content accessories, all of that, $3.3 billion. Game sales reached $2.9 billion in August, up 37% from last year. Wow. Year-to-date spending, January to now, spending on games now exceeds $25.9 billion, 22% increase compared to last year. And hardware spending, even now, increased 37% compared to last year to $229 million. Uh, can you guess what was the highest-selling console of August? Switch. Switch, yeah. yeah. Switch. Uh, gotta wonder how many PS4s and Xbox Ones are, are being sold right now. With everybody. I bet they're still going up. Yeah. yeah. Because I think what's 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 happening is probably that you know we're already on that like downward slope, the back half of the the console cycles, but COVID has basically turned that into a, a ski jump, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's like all these these consoles that normally wouldn't be selling, ski jump. people yeah. are are just grabbing them. What a wonderful analogy, man. I love that. Ski jump. Ski I jump. saw that. Ski like, jump that's analogy. some visual. Yeah, I, like, wow, yeah. I can visualize that graph. Totally. You know what? I just had a weird thought, and so I ran the numbers. Wh- which thing was $29 billion? It was the hardware? Uh, year-to-date software? spending on games exceeds $25.9 billion. That is. Uh, oh, sorry. Year-to-date spending, uh, and that's everything. Hardware content accessories reach $29.4 billion. So the entire spending of the video games industry... <laughs> Is a sixth of Jeff Bezos's net worth. <laughs> Just put that in perspective. Dude, he's gonna oh buy all video yep. games. Yep. Yep. He could buy all video games six <laughs> times. Put them all on he's Amazon. He's got the 38. <laughs> 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 Amazon exclusive. Make Prime exclusive. Me. That's what he sounds like, right? Yeah. Voice. We're all doing the same voice, so that must be mm. what he sounds like. Uh, I imagine Bezos with the deep voice. He's also one of those big coats, you know. He like he used to be kind of scrawny, yeah, and now he's all ripped. for his weird voice. Uh, yeah, hi, I'm Jeff Bezos. Hi, I'm Jeff yeah. Bezos. How many of you got uh, those Amazon pre-orders? You gotta be careful, man. I do. Yeah. You can cancel. Yeah, I should, Jones, you should cancel your pre orders probably riding on one of those. Oh no, I'm giving you one. So yeah. you that, better, you're, you're giving you me better the watch me. One? Watch me, yeah. It's like in card games where they're like, give the opponent to your right, any card. You're like, yeah, yeah there's your PS5, Jones. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I'm a little disappointed that Damiani didn't get us all 3080s. Yeah, I think what's he doing, several man? of us got 2080s off him in the past. What's he, he doing? Damiani man? get a 3080? Oh, I don't know if Damiani got one. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, I'm pretty sure nobody got one. You'd think he would say. You think he'd parade that around Slack? We'll see. Um, Huber, you're not going to believe number two, man. Last of it. Us Part Two. No, La no. Wait till we get to Last of Us, man. <laughs> it's like number no. twenty. Everyone Last already us, bought it. That's why. Last of Us took a dive. Took a oh, dive. Yeah. NBA. Hey, Last of Us is a most completed game, I think. Last of Us Part Two on PlayStation. Mm. I bet the even if I gave you a chance to look this up, up, none of you would get this. Days even gone. If we looked it up. Yeah, even if you looked. Up, no, no, no. I mean, <laughs> not the not the NPD specifically, but if you oh, looked okay. up like all the games that were sold in August. Damiani did bet. not get a thirty-eight. Uh, all right, man. Uh, oh, Crusader Kings. Nope. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> Dude, can you imagine? Crusader Kings so random. Yeah, Crusader you, Kings. A not ten in the top on IGN 20. boosts sales, man. That is. Well. Flight Simulator is a good guess. Luigi's oh, Mansion Three man. sold more, than, unfortunately, than Crusader Kings. Uh, not oh, in the I top it was twenty. Two. I was like, what? Dude, I don't know. What is it? I don't know. UFC Four was the second oh, best selling game of the month. Oh, a new franchise record for launch month sales. August is like a sports month. Mm -hmm. yes. Well, also like, and, and Huber, you can maybe weigh in on this. Like, do sports games are sports games also jumping off the slope right now because people are like, uh, I'm not like I see a lot of hockey fans that are like, this is just weird. Like, I, yeah, I'm happy we're getting this, but like, it's just strange to watch. Like, it just it, it's like it, it, this should be an escape, but it's just reminding me of everything that's just strange totally. about this world. I agree. I agree with that assessment. So people were hungry for the octagon. Um, and also, uh, just another note on the Switch, this has been the same for, you know, the last couple months, but it's just like the Switch is doing so well that we're coming around, you know, this year with these incredible sales due to COVID, and it's beating the Wii records, like, every single mm -hmm. month. So again, uh, it beat out um, the Wii for the August 2008 dollar sales, which was the previous leader. Um, Correct, Wii. Yeah. Uh, Breath of the Wild was the number sixth best-selling game on the Switch. That's right. Wow. It has appeared in the top seven on Switch for 42 months. That's right, dude. Respect mm -hmm. the legacy. Yeah, dude. Easiest 10 out the of 10 legend. of all time. But there's... Except we didn't give it a 10. Yeah. <laughs> right. But there's... I would have. It's not I would have given it a 10. But it's not... Okay, now. No disrespect if you didn't give it a 10. I'm not throwing Mass shade. Mass disrespect. I would have pumped it. No disrespect. Frame rate, Huber. Frame rate. I would have pumped it. Yeah. Frame right. rate. Yeah, wasn't there some frame rate issues, actually? There oh, yeah. There dungeons, Huber. Dungeons. That's true. Yeah, that and the dungeons were the big yeah. things. Ah, oh, yes, the yes. Look, yes. the dungeons ah, are yes, yes. Yeah, the they guardians had it planned uh, out the whole time. The lackluster guardians. <laughs> are they lackluster, Brad? It's not about the guardians. We're not getting into this right now. Watch friend code. Come on. Okay. But it, you know, ten out of ten is nice. But Crusader Kings got a ten from IGN, and that yeah. didn't necessarily help the sales this month. Uh, shocking, dude. Shocking. I'm sure it did. Do we? Th are we going for forty three? Do we think people are are you know uh, is Immortals Phoenix Rising going to get people hungry to check out Breath of the Wild if they haven't played it yet? Is this just is this a Mario Kart? Is this just an absolute Switch staple sales, of that system? You know, you buy a Switch. What do you buy? You buy Mario and Zelda straight True. up. True. Yeah. First two games yeah. you True. buy. But the old it, reliables. This is, yep. Breath of the Wild is so far beyond any of the other Zelda games. Yep. It really is. Like, wasn't there wasn't there some statistic early in the Switch's life that Breath of the Wild Switch Edition had sold more? than Switches or some weird thing like that? Like, that didn't make any sense? No, I think Breath of the Wild sold more than Switches because of the Wii U version. Because mm -hmm. there was I don't a Wii U version. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. 
Maybe people I just remember I think there might have been thing. like one month where that happened. Yeah, because then yeah, people yeah. went to stores and couldn't get the Switch and were like, well. And so they bought as long as I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to hold it. Number three is is not hard to guess. GTA. No, I love you, Hubert. GTA is not even on here. It didn't hit top it ten. Didn't hit. It did not. Dude, slipping GTA. Call of Duty. I know. Call of Duty. Thief. Modern uh, Warfare. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima coming in at number four. Sorry, oh, that's yeah, the, really go Ghost. Call of Duty. Nice. Wow. Call of Duty somewhat surprising. Uh, because everyone I know and everyone I see just plays free-to-play Warzone, so that's that's shocking to me. You know, it, you can just download it's it for free. Sell, Call of Duty yeah, like goes beyond sell. stuff like that here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Much like the Switch, which owns number five, number six, number seven, number eight, and number nine. Wow. <laughs> Woo. Mario so, Kart. Mario Kart. Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. Animal Crossing, baby. Yeah. Animal Crossing. Way ahead of Mario Kart. Uh, Mario Kart's not even number six. Ooh. Keep in mind, there's another, there's another just a Sword and Shield. Exclusive to Switch. It's Pokemon. Only, the only type of experience you can Fire find Emblem. on the Switch. No, it's a very unique game. Ring Fit Adventure. Ring Fit Adventure. People are stuck at home. Yep. Beating that was out number The seven? Last of Us Part 2. Ring Fit Adventure number six. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe number seven. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate number eight. Paper Mario and the Origami King. Number Paper nine. Mario was the new one. Yep. Yeah. Also, yeah. like, aren't these only physical or something? Because Nintendo doesn't report their yeah, digital. Yeah, so. Correct. So that means all of these crushed by like way more than this. Do we know number ten? We do. Fast and the Furious Crossroads. No. <laughs> no. I'm curious about that one though. Yeah, where'd that chart about Fast and Furious? I just got the top twenty right here. I ain't got no. Well, it's it's not in twenty. It's, it's not in there. No. Games of four. PGA Tour 2K21. Well, P- you know, at number 14. The, the, oh, oh, man. Streaming YouTubers, like, oh, a terrible game. Let's stream it. You know how it is. Like, you're a 10 or you're a 2, is. and, you like, yeah, yeah, people yeah. want it. People are curious. Well, yeah, and, and the name recognition, you might expect people yeah. to grab it, but. Totally. NHL. Mortal Kombat 11 had the 10th oh. spot. Oh, Dropping shit. from number 7 the previous week. Breath of the Wild at number 11. Uh, also on Switch, Mario, uh, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe was at 15. Mm. Mario wow. Party at 16. Odyssey at 18. Luigi's yep. Mansion 3 at 20. Uh, the just Switch you pick just, up a Switch and you buy Mario and Zelda. Just, just yeah. absolutely yeah, dominating. Grab them. Yep. And we are just rolling into that season. So again, it, it, it you know, what are PS5 and Xbox Series sales going to look like compared to the Switch? <laughs> you know, compared to mm-hmm. just, we're all screaming that it's like, what? What do we got this summer? You know, Hyrule Warriors is fun. Age of Calamity is going to be neat, but it's like that—that's their big Christmas game, I guess. And it's just like, yeah, what did they get? They are yeah, they can absolutely be dominating sick, this list. They'll be fine. Um, your Your Last of Us Part Two, there, Huber dropped from number four to number twelve, just ahead of Minecraft PlayStation Four Edition. Pretty big drop, but it in. like shattered. It's very much the zeitgeist. It, yeah. it single player game shattered all the records. Everyone beat it. Moved on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And Brad, Final Fantasy VII remake still hanging in there at number nineteen. Hell yeah, baby! And Rainbow Six Siege at seventeen. Good for Rainbow Six nice. Siege. Rainbow Six Siege, dude. It's a big deal. On trucking. Cinderella story. You know who's coming can't to that Rainbow see Six out Siege? There. What? Sorry. I can't see out there. He's oh, putting sea biscuit. Cinderella story. I, th- I, my wires crossed. I was Cinderella of, man. I was think of- Cinderella man. Yeah, that's okay, it. Okay. Is Cinderella uh, story Cinderella- with Chad Michael Murray and uh, Hilary Duff. 
Cinderella's story. That's Million Dollar Baby. No, I that's Hillary Swank. Oh, We're all C- Cinderella's place. story. I always think of Caddyshack when Bill Murray is just like Cinderella's story. He's coming <laughs> back from behind, and he's like hitting the flowers or whatever. Sam Fisher Jones. I tried. No, yes. we gotta. I gotta do something else now. It's too late, Brad. It's too late. <laughs> Sam Fisher. Uh, what are they doing to me, Brandon Jones? What are we putting? You with, got a VR game, Huber. With you the splinter cell. I don't wrong, have bud. a fucking VR. What is too this? Too bad, you're, buddy. You're putting too Sam bad. Fisher on mobile games. You're putting VR. You're putting him on all these <laughs> games. You're shilling him out, and then his return yeah. is on a, a yeah. freaking VR. But what yeah, is that? Not just any VR. It's exclusive to Oculus. Baby, yeah. Oculus had a big week. Huber, there was a Facebook. Apparently, Connect the Oculus and... Three is very good. Oculus Two, you're, you're jumping. It's three hundred dollars. It's three hundred dollars. Whatever. Right, Oculus yeah. Quest Two. Right. Which apparently I didn't. I didn't know this. I guess I did know this, but I forgot. If you hook it up with the very overpriced just USB cable called right. the Data Link cable. Uh, Data link. It becomes an actual just full on Oculus, which yeah. I had not had not known or forgot. And apparently that works a, a lot better um, than the previous quest. But Jones, why don't you at least tell us what's going on? <laughs> nah, well, Jones, it's, it's too late. Huber's just really he's raw right now. You know, he's, I'm raw. He's been emotionally affected by this. Sam Fisher, hey VR dude, putting on the night vision goggles. That's yeah. that's you're gonna electric. do that every single. You're gonna do that a yeah. lot. That's yeah. <laughs> They're gonna milk that <laughs> as they should. There was a Facebook Connect event at which was announced the Oculus 2 will be launching on October 13th for $299. The Oculus Rift is no longer being produced. Oculus 2 is it. Uh, Oculus, Oculus Quest 2. Oculus Quest, Quest 2. 2. Oculus Quest 1, gone. Rift, gone. Uh, yep. Some of the uh, Rift in, was still mentioned at the end of some of the trailers that they showed, but they are you know, slowly going to be shifting is, away from that. Is Sam Fisher exclusive to the Quest 2 or, yes, or is that to Oculus? Two okay. Oculus, yeah, two, yeah. two. So you can play Quest One. So we have yeah. one, Huber. You, okay. Let's hope you've got a Facebook account. Yeah. <laughs> you have until 2023. Or an Instagram account. Um, oh, but this is really fascinating the way that they they talked about um, how this is built because they're saying that you know essentially it didn't make sense for them to keep doing two headsets because the feature set was going to be so similar anyways that they might as well just make the the one unit and have it serve uh, both functions and you know and it, things have improved to a sense where like okay even if it's not this cutting edge thing that um you know the the vive and everything uh what's what's valves what am I yeah index. index oh index index, index. that's the one i'm thinking of um so it's not as it's not gonna compete on that level but they're basically like in terms of the headset itself it's so much advanced now that like they feel like it's in a good place plus it's cheaper than the previous quest um and that's one of the reasons that their previous quest is going away because it's like why are we going to keep making this thing that's more expensive to make than a new one you know these components are getting outdated just throw the thing away we're gonna have quest two you can tether it if you need to but you can do everything you need just for that unit Correct me if I'm wrong, you don't need any sensors, right? It's just right. got onboard mm-hmm. room sense, and then you just go for it? That's wild, man. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah like... Uh, Interesting move. You know, I, I... I get it. I don't hate it. Part of me likes it. It's a lot to process, because... 
you know, you look at Half-Life Alex, you look at Half-Life Alex and Half-Life is a huge franchise that I'm attached to emotionally and that returned. And now I just, I missed that moment by not having the tech to, to play it. Uh, and that's kind of not to that extent, not to that extreme because Splinter Cell is not Half-Life, but it still kind of feels like that of like, well, shit, I really like this franchise, but I'm going to miss, going to miss that moment. going to miss out. Mm-hmm. Better so, pony up. Yeah. They, they certainly but are different it makes announcements. Their, yeah. It makes their eventual return to the mainline and the mainstream, like big consoles, easier in a way. Like Half-Life coming back now. Those those expectations are gone, mm-hmm. so it's it's smart in that sense. A wishful thinking that this will lead potentially to the, the Splinter game you want. Uh, I do, I do got to talk about Splinter Cell just for a second because it, yeah. it, this is getting insane at this point where it's literally just like <laughs> you know quit trying to hit me and hit me you know like, <laughs> like doing everything. So many things Ubisoft is doing with this character except for yeah. the thing that people are just screaming about, and it just feels to me that. You know, Ubisoft is looking at the numbers, and they're like, "You can scream all you want. It's just, it's no one's gonna buy it. Like, it just mm-hmm. black. Like, did Blacklist do terribly? You love Blacklist, didn't you? Blood, or you at least enjoyed uh, yeah. it? Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a good game. Um, but yeah, I feel like it got, it got a lot of weird buzz. It had a, a poor uh, first E3 showing. Um, definitely people like Huber that miss Michael Ironside, and yeah. so. Yeah, I missed I missed that one too. That's one of the ones I haven't yeah. played at all. So that all. game that game got kind of overlooked mm-hmm. when most of the people that play it actually do stick up for it. Um, but yeah, there is yeah. there is definitely some some presentation issues going on there. Um, cool multiplayer and stuff too. And the Splinter Cell HD collection, the remaster that was on PS3 and 360. So it missed this generation. That remaster was plagued with issues um and you know since then there's not really an easy way to play through the whole franchise Mm -hmm. so uh, you know i'm i know it's a a big ask especially when a franchise has that many games but like getting everyone caught up and able to play these games and give them access that's why i applaud resident evil so so much because you know pretty much that entire franchise is playable on mm-hmm. like, PS4 and Xbox One. You can you can om- play almost all the mainline entries in that series. That's it's true. pretty wild. And, you know, I definitely get Resident Evil vibes because Sam Fisher's like Chris Redfield now. It's like every single time he pops up, we're going to get some new weird, you know, voice actor and new style or something. He's in Rainbow Six Siege, and it's like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> like, that's uh, definitely, definitely a new take on the character. And this is certainly a much less exciting announcement than Half-Life Alex, even though there you can draw comparisons between them. Because when we found out about Alex, we saw the game. I mean, they showed it off right away. And, and Yeah, this is just like... Yeah. art right it was yeah. just like a poster like a box art yeah the damn something. night vision right yeah <laughs> it was just like him holding the goggles in his what hand yeah and um and then assassin's creed as well mm-hmm. whatever this assassin's creed game is yeah uh, if this assassin's creed game if i can eagle vision into the eagle in vr and fly around like sign me up dude here you're gonna be able to hit and blade someone in vr you're gonna feel the kill finally dude, dude like off the roof no. landing on someone no 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 they're not Super gonna get that crazy dude 
Is he just going to walk? Did you, did you share the Hitman tap on the shoulder thing? Was that in Slack or did I just see that on Twitter? Did you see that, Hubert? Uh, I saw that. I don't know who posted I'm that. I'm not sure. I don't the think Hitman it was VR? Me. He goes up and he taps a guy on the shoulder and the guy goes, huh? And turns around and then he like sneaks around the side of him. And then so awesome. Oh, that's funny. So, so great. I mean, fantasy, dude. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but it's tricky. I <laughs> yeah, imagine you're going to have just complete freedom of movement in Hitman and like that doesn't... Some people, yeah. uh, that you know, it's, it's tricky. Tricky to control, tricky to be comfortable doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it and it just when you hear, like, oh, Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed game announced. Mm. You're like, yeah. oh, no name? Cool. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just, they came fresh out of that meeting. That ink is, yeah. has not dried yet. Um, I hope they don't put any essential lore in that uh, Assassin's Creed VR game, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, just, you can play it with our VR set. Yeah, we have yeah. VR sets, dude. We've got dude. all yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah. It's waiting. I'm the on lockdown, man. <laughs> I'm on I'm lockdown, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, going going <laughs> I'm not leaving these walls. You gotta spray it, wipe it down. This game's not gonna come out anytime. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on. Well, the forever. lockdown's gonna last another year, blood. Yeah. We'll have to use our Facebook accounts by the time that game comes out. <laughs> A lot of games were announced in this Facebook Connect. I want to run through them now because I feel VR deserves it, okay? okay. Uh, but what's interesting is that you got games like Pistol Whip 2089, which is a de- uh, uh, an expansion coming to Pistol Whip, which was a, um, a fun shooter in VR. You got Population 1, which is a battle royale game uh, where you can climb anything, which is kind of fun. So you can be like hanging under a bridge and shooting dudes. Uh, cool. You can glide as well. And... Uh, the Climb 2? You guys might not, might not be familiar with The Climb. You can imagine it's just a very Everest-y kind Everest, of play. Everest, right? You know, like, uh, th- there was an Everest VR game, but there was also a game oh, called okay. The Climb that was kind of more campaign-focused, like had specific like Uncharted-esque like, action mm. moments that you would go through. What's interesting to me is the rest of these things all of you like kind of know. Like All of these are properties that you should be familiar with. The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, which was previously announced, now coming to Oculus. Comes which out on I have 15th. heard such good things about that game. It looks pretty awesome. I've uh, heard it, incredible things about that game. There are like two tiers of like shooter games in VR. Mm-hmm. There's like, wow, they really went for realistic visuals and mm-hmm. they didn't you know like there's it's, it's rare that you find that middle ground and i mean out of all the stuff i mean next on my list is medal of honor above and beyond which we you know keely yeah. was just mm-hmm. in this presentation that comes out on december 11th it's it's on that tier of um um i think just yeah, looking really interesting and just lots of i mean just anything they picked up they're just slamming it to a zombie's head so it looks kind of fun mm-hmm. uh galaxy's edge is getting a lot of hype star wars tales from galaxy's edge comes out in holiday 2020 just recently came to the sims uh, and uh, that was that announcement for The Sims was supposed to happen at Star Wars Celebration, which didn't, which got canceled. So I wonder if this was supposed to happen there as well. Sure. Uh, Warhammer 40k, Warhammer Games, finally. Battle Sister, uh, which does not look great. Uh, just doesn't yeah. look, just doesn't look great. It's one of those action trailers where they like just try to cut footage really quickly <laughs> to make something look mm. cool, and you're like, always a bad sign. I don't know, man. You're shooting the same enemy over and over again. Jurassic World Aftermath, Ian. Oh. Okay, cool. I'm listening. Uh, it is a little, it is a little cartoony, a little shell shaded. Um, but at the end of the trailer, man, the guy's trying to open a door and just turns around, and a raptor just eats his face. Oh, cool. God. So, uh, Beat Saber's getting multiplayer coming soon. We don't know when. Uh, they showed they showed five players in the trailer. I don't know if that was just the trailer. It's, it's clearly not like how it will work. It was just like a graphic, an animation. And, and it was BTS introducing the concept. Coming to Beat Saber, I saw. Uh, yes, and uh, Mist coming soon. Still no date. Yeah. Cool. Um, Mist VR, uh, yeah, and that's pretty cool. And pretty Sniper cool. Elite VR, like you said earlier. Well, and the Mist, Mist, uh, the 2D version they call it, 
uh, also coming, and you can randomize the puzzles, which is the thing that's got me the most interested. It's cool. Um, who knows what that means? Dude, Sniper Elite VR, that gives me, like, silent scope vibes. I wonder yeah. if you can, like, look through I think mm-hmm. I played that before mm-hmm. at E3, mm-hmm. Blood. Like, last year, was it that? I played some uh, Sniper game. You totally did. I, I don't know if it was Sniper Elite, but it might have been. There have been yeah. people that have demoed Sniper Elite VR. It has been out there. It's just... Oh, it was uh, a PSVR thing that I played. There's just no no yeah. date on that yet. But, yeah, you do look down the scope, Uber. So, That's awesome. Yeah. I'm feeling good about VR this week. I think I think just yeah, you play Sniper Elite VR. Yeah. Every so time I think cool. about VR, it's it's just these devs just throwing money at this stuff, and it's like you're not going to make any of this back. And I feel bad because there's like a lot of devs that are clearly just like in love with the with the hardware that are just really you know uh, very involved with Oculus. You know, Ready at Dawn has produced a lot of really yeah. cool stuff, and and I'm just like I you know I want these to do well. I know why they're not. I don't think you know some of this stuff is is going to sell probably as well as planned. But just this move with the new quest you know kind of seems more in the vein of like that happy happy goal which we can get to someday where huber does own his very own <laughs> vr system psvr2 is the that going to be a thing not at all. a lot of people were disappointed that was not in the showcase this week but uh, i i would be flabbergasted if that was not a thing uh, I mean, they'll yeah, probably just call it P- showing the camera otherwise i don't know if they would call it too probably just call it psvr i don't know it'd just be like plus start making a new one stop making the old one yeah uh i will say that like this has definitely got me the closest to investing in VR, like being cheap, being, you know, more mobile so you don't have to like screw things into the ceiling and all yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it feels like a really, really good entry point for people that have been holding off, particularly totally. because of the price. Yep. The totally price I agree. is, yeah, pretty good. We are getting, we got time before, Elite Dangerous uh, with it, that'd be neat. We got plenty of time before Half Life Three comes out, so I'll have time to go through Alex at some oh, yeah. point. You got time. <laughs> no rush. Nothing but time. We well, gotta get through Alex, Alex before Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. Is Alex Index only, or if you had an Oculus, could you play Alex? I, pl- I played it on Rift, so you can you can oh, you, okay. you can make that work. Those walls were up for a little bit, and then all of the mm. all of the various VR stores were like, "What are we doing? Why are we? We don't want that money." It's like, just can't, yeah. just so it's legitimate that game. you can play it. Okay, as legitimate. As it can be, I suppose. Uh, um, yeah, if I get in, if I get into trouble for that, let me know in corrections. I don't think I will. <laughs> I'll tell you what they're not making anymore: Nintendo 3DS. For the first time, this is from the quote from GamesIndustry.biz. I love this quote: For the first time since 1989, Nintendo is now a one-device platform holder. Crazy! One thing wow. that they're making. Whoa. Uh, production ended earlier this year. They are just uh, specifically talking talking open about it now. Uh, from Nintendo, quote, Nintendo, and I'm sorry, this is also from Games Industry Up is, Nintendo and third-party games for the Nintendo 3S family of systems will continue to be available in the Nintendo eShop on Nintendo.com and at retail forever. Uh, the library of more than 1,000 Nintendo 3DS games contains many critically acclaimed titles and can provide years of content to explore and enjoy. So nobody can be sad about anything. Just fun history years. lesson. This doesn't have to be a long conversation. I just pour one out for the 3DS. Yeah. 3DS launched on March 2011, sold... How many 75 units? million or something yeah very good wow 75.9 million units i half i looked DS. it up a while ago and it was at like 70 something i remember so huber i look up a lot of things a while ago that i forget the next day <laughs> the next day <laughs> uh software sold huh smarty pants well, how much did software sell? dude how many units <laughs> 200 no 500 million like a 
I don't even. I can't even four million. Four. <laughs> Three, four. million units. Damn. Uh, and no surprise here. I mean, my goodness, the Switch is like the biggest thing for mm-hmm. them ever. Um, but uh, uh, anyone want to say anything about the 3DS before we never well, say will... anything again about the 3DS on this podcast? I will say that I was, I'm glad, even though I haven't really used it since, uh, I'm glad I bought a, a new one uh, earlier this mm. year. When uh, I had I, opened up my, my launch unit and like the, the analog circle pad uh, had just like deteriorated just sitting there. And so it, it, it just, the top of it came right off. It was all crumbling Ugh. and everything. Ugh. And so, yeah, so I, I ordered a new, uh, a new 3DS mm-hmm. um, and uh, got that all, all my, my stuff moved over to it. Uh, played a little bit of Metroid on there, but otherwise I haven't touched it a lot. But I, I'm glad that I have, like, as new as possible mm-hmm. of a 3DS, uh, yeah. so that when I do go back to play those games, I can, I can do that. I'm just, I'm remembering because the way you said new, new, new. yeah, new, made new. me remember the commercials that Elise and I made for the three, the new Nintendo 3DS. The best. Nouveau Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> uh, I think those are still on the YouTube's somewhere the youtube blast nothing uh, like walking through the office with slut written on my chest covered in chocolate sauce <laughs> for a nintendo 3ds commercial i miss that there's no one we can shock i mean we're not in our studio haven't been for a while yeah, but there's we no one we can when we're in there people. there's nobody yeah. that can, like i i have someone gone from down accounting and, uh, we can just shock i've gone to a restaurant near our uh, place our, our studio in like a costume before and and she was just like oh yeah. <laughs> she didn't bat an eye she was just mm-hmm. like hey uh super mario 3d land and a link between worlds are 10 out of 10 two of the greats thanks for all the great memories yep 3ds uh sophie chewed the shoulder button off my 3ds that's why i had to buy a second one <laughs> uh, i inherited that, a game trailers one that nice. has uh smash brothers cover on it uh, one, la- one last chance for greatness, Huber. Best-selling game on the 3DS was what? Mario Kart 7. Bingo. Nice. Uh, num- <laughs> number two and three and four on the list were all Pokemon games. Yeah. And number five sure. and six were both Mario games. So <laughs> there you go. They always show uh, up for those systems. One little thing that was would be easy to forget about because it was like you do this the first couple months after launch and then you forget about it. Taking 3D photos, man. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh, I took so many Disneyland 3D photos. Oh. Dude, playing games in 3D was crazy. Yeah, 3D yeah. Land, dude. I'll yeah, 3D Land was forget. nuts. I'll never forget. Ocarina of Time in 3D was awesome. You guys were talking about Street Pass. Like every time E3 yeah. rolled around, you guys were all obsessed with your damn Street Pass. Street Pass mm-hmm. rolled. Yeah. Filling in, filling in those puzzles, and like yep. everyone's always like, "I got Shuhei or whoever." Like, yeah. dude, Probably shout out to shout out to Don. Playing Streets of Rage 3D on 3DS. Yeah, it's such, so a, it's such a dawn system, dude. So awesome. 3D. <laughs> Watching like Netflix movies. Couldn't you yeah. watch Netflix in 3D? I don't know. Yeah, they actually yeah. had uh, like different bands and stuff. They had like this, yeah. like people just yep. downloading videos. random videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. That was fun, Nintendo. Thank you for that. Thanks, Nintendo. Also, this week. I'm going to run through some quick headlines. Jump in if you want to say something. Otherwise, zip it. The RTX 380 GPU sold out instantaneously, uh, which we, of course, talked about at length, but I love this quote from Newegg. This morning, we experienced more traffic than the morning of Black Friday. 
Limited inventory sold out in five minutes. Felt like seconds, but apparently it was five yep. minutes. The NVIDIA site was seconds. Yeah. It, it was insane. Uh, there's a really, I saw a great video of a guy on a stream, and you could see him just hit refresh, and then was like, well, and he'd been streaming for a long time, like with yeah. chat, like they're all waiting. Oops. The Xbox Series S was sitting behind Phil Spencer during his June 24th keynote address back on the shelf. <laughs> That's a flex. Love yep. that. That is a flex. EA Origin will now just be called the EA Desktop app. Big news. Big news coming out of EA okay. this week. Good. <laughs> Warframe's file size is actually going down with their upcoming nice. update. They are adding more content to the game and making the file size less. Uh, and it's not, it wasn't even really Sweet. a big file size to begin with. Razer accidentally exposed the personal information of around 100,000 customers. Okay. Oh, shit. Yep. Hopefully you're not on Whoops. that list. We haven't bought anything from Razer, have we, Blood? Have we? Yeah. Uh-oh. What has... <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one's for Bossman. Riot signed a deal with the Paw Patrol Ooh. toy maker Spin Master for their own line of action figures. Okay. They did it. I think that's what he was waiting for the whole time. When they, you know, League of Legends action figures? Who's, who's buying? Yep. Wow. Uh, just Riot in general. I mean, they got a yeah. bunch of new properties coming out too. So Spin Master is going to be bringing toys from them. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 is the fastest game to reach 1 million units sold in franchise history. Of course oh, it is. Okay. Echoing the sentiment from Ben's review, it's like, oh, that feels good. Just in general, just getting that series back on its feet. Mm -hmm. like, yes. Uh, I, I'm horrible yeah. at that, and I feel yeah. great playing it. I mean, it, <laughs> but done so well that like you kind of forget. Like I have to be reminded of all the bad, you know, you know, mojo that was surrounding that series for a while. So, um, feels good. Uh, Twitch is experimenting with new midstream ads that <laughs> streamers apparently cannot control. Ugh. So these ads will come in in the middle of your stream, mute you, bring the whole stream down to the corner, and then be like, "Chicken nuggets." <laughs> and then <laughs> if you that come... was the ad, I'd be. If okay that was with during it. one of the Chicken clips nuggets. I saw. One of the clips I saw was was like literally just like, "It's time for nuggets." What's crazy too is like it doesn't happen for everyone in the audience at the same time. Right. So like mm -hmm. some one person yep. might start going off about chicken yep. nuggets and everyone yep. else is like, What the hell are you talking about? Yep. It's all What crazy. if like God of War gets announced yep. and then you get right. hit with an ad? Too bad, exactly. Huber. What the hell? The fact that you get muted yeah. during it. Like, what the hell? Fortunately, we're small fries, so this isn't necessarily something that's going to affect the streams at Easy Allies on Twitch, but... It's already know. happened once. But for, the, for yeah, us? It's happened to us. It someone, happen. in chat, someone in chat was talking about it. No one's yeah. safe, dude. It's oh already happened. Oh my goodness. Well, maybe we're not as small. Medium fries. There's a small percentage of people that they're running the experiment on, but there's nobody that's exempt. Not a good uh, experiment. And I don't know if it, everybody hating it is going to matter to Twitch. We'll see. It's still, if you're subbed to the channel, you won't get ads. It's that... Yeah still true but yeah like Huber was saying if you're watching a big event stream or something like that you're yeah. not you're not subbed to playstation right Come on. you're not going to sub to playstation and twitch is one of twitch's responses from the complaints is like well if you run ads then that gives you like a you know 20 minutes 30 minutes or however amount of time you know they're like you just gotta run your own ads then you know so i don't know if this is a All ploy right, from bezos. them to try to get people to do that yeah <laughs> bezos with who's his high boys but good news from Twitch. Twitch played Flight Simulator, did some tricks, and actually landed the plane. Over oh, cool. 100 Whoa, people. Really? Over 100 people all submitted commands to fly a plane in Flight Simulator and, and pulled it off somehow. They got, they got Omar and I beat. We couldn't land that damn Yeah, thing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't even fly it for one part of it. And Halo 3 ODST is coming to the Master Chief Collection on September 22nd. Oh, I nice. cool. that. That's yeah, nice. For people that want to check Just a few that days. out. Yeah. It is time. For love and respect. 
Love and respect. From Sindel, hello, allies. It is with great displeasure that I must mm -hmm. report that Ian has lost a bet. <laughs> In podcast number 197, Ian confidently made a bet with a ghost that Marvel's The Avengers would be delayed past the then-new September 4th release date. Now that day has come and the game is out, no delay, Ian has to read all of the Avengers video game tie-in comics and give, oh the, audi and give the audience <laughs> a summary of each one. That's <laughs> probably Wait, a lot. No, who did not, I make not, this not, bet not. to? Uh, love and respect, I look forward to the summary, Sindel. They're not, I mean, it's, it's like there's like one on Iron Man, one on Thor. There's six, and they're both, just one, they're both just one issue. It'll take you a... Got it an hour and 10 I'm, minutes to read through all of it like what are they on amazon or something uh, I'll just buy uh, they it. are uh, no uh i mean yeah if it's only like 20 bucks but they i don't know if they sent me the later ones i know i i, I redeemed at least three maybe four that they sent to me um uh on marvel.com i just like got it on the website so uh, I, I have a marvel account only to redeem these comics if they so should well, you, shoot, shoot I, me your login I can send you that info and you can use company <laughs> money to buy the other comics if you want if they should have delayed it does Ian still lose well get out here with your bet twist DJ Diggly-Doo and Neff Hello, uh, allies, which is not a Nickelodeon show, though it should be. Hello, allies. My husband and I recently purchased a Switch after months of trolling stores and shady Amazon dealers by traveling 486 miles from North Carolina to the Big Apple to visit Nintendo. You know about those shady Amazon dealers. Yeah, you know about Thousand those. miles round trip. I love that. Also, right. I love to think of them as using the other version of troll, where they're like just outside stores, like, moving yeah. the like trolling them. Um, where I finally got my hands on the prize. I'd be remiss to leave out that I was already planning to travel to New York, not just for a console. Aw. Uh, but it was an exciting side quest, to be sure. Have any of the panelists gone through as many hoops for a game or a console? Perhaps slept a tent in a tent outside of GameStop where you were when you were 15? Love and respect. Seems like an apt week to discuss possible extreme lengths we have gone. Right. My mom and I drove, like, two and a half hours to get the Resident Evil 4 GameCube demo disc. <laughs> I, dude, I remember that, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is a 10 out of 10 demo disc because it's just the village fight. From the beginning, yeah. You just, I just did that like a hundred times. Perfected it. <laughs> yeah. Zone of the Enders with MGS2. <laughs> uh, the town I grew up in didn't have a store that sold big games when I was a kid, so we had to always drive an hour to get anything. So we'd go to Maplewood Mall or something, and uh, and then I then I'd have a lovely car ride home reading the manual. Manual, the way back. Oh, so it was fun. The best. <laughs> uh, I waited in line to like pre-order stuff. I think like yeah, Huber, we did the Wii. I remember I woke yeah. your your bum ass up early Dude, in the it's morning. Really, it's really hard for me to get up in the morning. Knocking on his window outside Brad, the house. Brad like crawled through a bush. To slam on my yep. bedroom window at like 5.30 a.m. I'm so proud yeah. of you, man. I was like, let's go, dude. Oh, that's the yeah. best. And he's just a good like, friend. All right. Give me five minutes. No, he's just no. in his boxers. <laughs> always. You never give him five minutes because uh, then you just go back to sleep. No, yeah. Gonna... We, uh, we got up at five to ride Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Back in the before times. Yep, yep. In the long, long ago. Um, mm -hmm. I, I did not drive very far, but... In my very young and immature age and perception of how much giant things cost of multi-hundred dollars brought 
the exact amount to buy an Atari Jaguar, not realizing that I would need a lot more for tax. Like, tax, <laughs> the, the whole concept of tax to me was pennies. You know, it was just right. like, no, I buy gum and then you get 15 cents tax. And it would be like, oh, and a $300 purchase, that much tax. Okay. So I did not have enough money on me. And this, I had cash. Like, I had an envelope of 20s in it. And I had uh, I'd been saving up because I had to walk out of that store with Aliens vs. Predator. There was no reason to buy this <laughs> console unless I was buying Aliens vs. Predator. And I was with, shout out, to Jeff Groats's mom, the co-founder, not Jeff Groats's mom, but Jeff Groats, co-founder of GameTrailers.com. <laughs> His mom was with us in the store, and I just, like, <laughs> looked up her. Oh. And she was like, okay, okay, I'll get you, but you owe me. I was like, I do. I, I will pay. You know I'm good for it. And I paid her back. Nice. But the That's shock, funny. I was I was like, That's no. That's story. I have to play this tonight. Uh, you know, thinking anyway. about the Wii camping out, like, you know, we're in the end times right now, so that wasn't an option for PS5, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, that would have probably helped, too, just being able to, like, hey, Peruders go live tomorrow, like, be at a store when it I mean, opens. A lot of people right. waited out for that 380. Like, 30, for sure. Everyone was just flooding the internet because we're all on lockdown. Yeah. But back back when the Wii came out, I, I've told this before, but I, I think it was, like, a freshman in college or something, but uh, you couldn't get them, but I wound up with a Wii remote. Uh, before I had the Wii, so I just sat on my couch with a Wii remote and just, like, pretended. To- oh, that's sad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have gotten a GameCube controller before I had the GameCube or something like that. Like yeah, I remember DualShock 4 came Japan. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, um, the, it's the classic present, you know, reveal. You, you, you make them open the controller first, but I don't have a system. There it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, I remember I had gotten a couple of GameCube games uh, before the GameCube launched, and then somebody had called me and be like, "You can buy a GameCube at this place over here across town." And I'm like, "Really?" It's like, "Yeah, it's Japanese, but it's modified. You can play U.S. games." And like, you know, and so like that was, you know, that was great. That's that's the GameCube I've gotten. So it's. You know, it's just funny, like, that how easy that modification is. It's just one on-off circuit. It's like, if it's on, it's Japanese. If it's off, it's U.S. <laughs> awesome. Funny. From Dougie B, let's play a game. Good day, allies. This game is called Know Your Platinum. As professionals, I'm sure you have racked up numerous platinum trophies. Do you know their mm. names, though? Below are the names of 15 platinum trophies. Oh. If unable to guess them straight away, I have provided some multiple choices for you. Love and respect, as oh. always. We got to do these multiple choices. I'm going to read them off anyway. Uh, love and respect, as always, Doug. Um, by the way, a humble brag, I have earned all these trophies and have ordered them oh. in percentage rarity. Bring on the storm, currently at 23.1%. Is that from Doom, Death Stranding, or Life is Strange before the storm? Bring on the storm. Bring on the storm? Life is strange. Life is strange. Hmm. I will give it to the first person who answers correctly. Living Legend at 12.1%. Is that Ghost of Tsushima, Vanquish, or Apex Legends? Ghost. Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost Ghost of Tsushima. You're doing good, everybody. Done. 10.6%. Is that (laughs) Senwa Sacrifice, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, or Metal Gear Survive? Metal Gear Survive. Metal Gear Survive, yeah. Senwa Sacrifice. Oh. Wow. Uh, B greater, 8.6%. Is that FIFA 19, Spider-Man, or Fortnite? Spider-Man. 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 It's like their tagline. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tagline. <laughs> uh, direct, that's what I said, Ian. Director of the FBC, 6.3%. Is that, Control. There it is. Control. Yeah. yeah. There it is. All trophies obtained. 
That is the name oh. of the trophy. All trophies I, obtained. Six percent. Is that Horizon Zero Dawn, Near Automata, or Knack? Knack. It's All Horizon. Horizon. Is it near? Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. It's Horizon. Really? All That's trophies funny. obtained. Wow. Enjoy your powers. Is that five point eight percent? Is that Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, Gravity Rush Two, or Infamous Second Son? Infamous. Infamous Second was Son. yeah. Infamous yeah. was my guess. Bingo. One percenter. 5.6%. Is that Days Gone, Far Cry 4, or Borderlands 3? 1%. Days Gone. Borderlands? Wait, what was the other? Days Gone, Borderlands, and what was the other one? Uh, Far Cry 4. Far that, Cry 4. It's not. It's Days Gone, Brad. I don't remember that one. Yeah, Days Gone. I don't know. I don't remember even looking that up. Yeah, uh, no. Father and Son, 4.9%. God of War. God of War. Yeah. God of War. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> A New Hope, 4.8%. Is that Fallen Order? Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Funny. Yeah. Masters of Fate. Four point seven percent. Oh, dude, this sounds so familiar. God of War Two. No, just kidding. <laughs> That's a good pick, though, Huber. Masters. <laughs> is it like a Ratchet and Clank or something? Is that Tetris Effect, Far Cry Five, or Final Fantasy Seven Remake? Seven. Seven Remake. Seven remake. Tis. Tis. That so, is a hell of a video game. That's right. Star- I really like that game. Star Lord, one point four for one point four percent. Is that Telltale Guardians of the Galaxy, Astrobot yeah. Rescue Mission, or yeah. No Man's Sky? Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy. Suckers, Astrobot no Rescue Man's Mission. Sky. Damn. Oh, wow. Good game. Star Lord. Don't skip it. The Horned Boy. Nine point nine percent. Eco re-release. Oh no, Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus re-release. Yeah. yeah. Zero point nine. You know what you got to do to get that one. Uh, welcome to the six four. Zero point nine percent. Welcome to the six four. Is that War six Thunder, Call of four? Duty, World War Two, or Titanfall Two? The six dash four. Titanfall Two. Titanfall Two. Okay. And finally, at five percent, the Dark Soul. Is that from Dark Souls One? Dark Souls, Dark Souls One. Two or Dark, Dark Souls Three? I think it's Dark One, right? One. It's from all Three? of them. Oh, I was going to say, oh. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's funny. I was waiting for a Souls one. I was like, where's Bloodborne in here? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that one's called The Great. And from Dougie B, yes, I have them all. Also, the Bloodborne and Sekiro Platinums. 1v1 me, Brad. Love and respect again, Doug. I have them, too. I have them. I have every Souls Platinum. Or every from someone. I would expect no less. I have Derecine, even. Damn it. Oh, got that, buddy. Dude. That's a flex. That's why I thought. Fight yeah, me. that is a flex. Yeah. All right. I, I would love a report Psycho. back. If you yeah. listen to this one, Dougie, I would love a report back. It's really your easy. Cena coverage. Um, it's such a flex. <laughs> it's really easy. This is also really timely, uh, and this, we can make this quick. From Robert, love and respect. Hey, allies. Recently, I've been fascinated with games that are released on multiple generations of home consoles, specifically, which we've talked about, how back in the 2000s, instead of porting a game, they were wholly recreated by a different studio and released yeah. under the same title in the same lump- month. Mm-hmm. Games like Tomb Raider Underworld, Ghostbusters 2009, and Star Wars The Force Unleashed released both for PS2 Wii and PS3 360, but are not in any way the same experience. Do any of the allies remember this? I do not. Or mm-hmm. weirded out later in life when you see a low polygon cutscene from a game you definitely played before. Love and respect, Robert. I totally remember this. It sucks right now. I can't. It sucks right now. I can't think of an example. Yeah. But like Aladdin. Like Aladdin's, I played back in the day. Yeah, yeah. super different. Particularly sure. the the Wii uh, era. There was a lot of that happening because oh, yeah, yeah. They, they had to be very different games. Uh, but uh, Spider Man Two, I feel like, is a huge one. Spider Man mm-hmm. Two. 
I feel oh, like there's other a, versions. A PS1 Spider-Man 2? Weird. I wonder. Or like Wii something crazy. Um, I reviewed uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 2, I think it was. Uh, which, yeah, was kind of like what you're saying. It was very different between GameCube and PS2. And essentially the reason it was very different was somewhere in the development cycle... They they took the code, and they just okay. This is what we got done so far. They handed it off to an entirely different team. So the other team finished the GameCube version. Meanwhile, they kept adding new features to the PS2 version. Hmm. <laughs> and so they were both sort of better than the other in their own ways. Hmm. <laughs> it was kind of strange. You know, Halo Infinite's going to have some pop-in on the Xbox One, and, you know, Miles Morales is going to be a little chuggy on the PS4, but hey, at least they're the same game, technically. At least we all get the same achievements. True. Got the same ending. It is time for bets. Next week's bet. As of this morning, and as we checked right before the podcast, Among Us is number one on Twitch. Got uh, upwards of 300k viewers when I checked. What position will it be when we record next week's podcast? Not how many people will be watching, what position Will it be an Ian Hink? Number two. Ah, okay. Sure, yeah. Very legible. Brad Ellis. Number one. <laughs> Michael Huber with possibly a different number. Number one. Oh, uh, okay. Damn. Ooh, okay. Daniel Bloodworth. Number nine. Oh! Whoa! Number nine. <laughs> okay, I didn't go that number far, nine. but I did say five. I did go down, so... That's okay. why I said number two, because I thought those I guys gotta, would say one, and you I guys would go higher ours. than, like, five, so okay. I have a window. Well, yeah. done. well that That's was for me, too. Betting. Like, I had to... We, we gotta catch up. I gotta get out on the extremes. <laughs> Last week's bet, Spelunky 2 launched on September 15th, and I was curious Ooh. how long its launch trailer would be. The thing is, we didn't know if it was going to be a launch trailer or not. Uh... Sony loves to do those, and the majority of the Spelunky trailers were on Sony's YouTube channel, but uh, it's never a promise. I bet that that potentially could be 1 minute and 10 seconds. Bloodworth bet 1 minute 4 seconds. Ben Moore bet 1 minute 40 seconds. Brad Ellis, sneaky guy, bet 30, just in case there wasn't a launch trailer. And Ian Hank bet 1 minute and 12 seconds. There was a launch trailer. And it was 1 minute, 31 seconds, Ben wins. Oh. Oh! Ben Moore. Ben Moore. Ringing these scores to Jovial Penguins, 13. There's a whole lagoon of this crud in the back. That was a short one. I like that one. Some of, those, some yeah, of these yeah. are very, some very long. Some of them are a little too long. Astonished Scorpions, 8. <gasps> Gotta do something. Gotta be desperate. I like, we had a nice balance here. I wish, I wish I'd done three. If I had done three and you did nine, well, if I did three, then... That puts us in a good position anyway, but, uh, whew. Let me tell you about <laughs> patreon.com slash easy allies. Patreon.com slash easy allies is where you can go to support the easy allies financially and to go to learn a lot more about the easy allies. We are primarily supported through patreon.com slash easy allies, and we have a lot of fun tiers on there, a lot of fun rewards that you can get for our various shows. Um, we have a movie podcast that we got Ian Hank and Michael Huber here to do. It is our $7 tier reaction shots podcast. What do they get at the $7 tier, Ian Hank? You get 
early access to all the episodes. You get to be in uh, on the film club discussions. I ask uh, a prompt every month from which we build every episode. So basically, they shape every episode. Uh, this is the number the one easy ally show I have no time to be on. It's the it's at the top of my list. Yeah. Every yeah. time you guys say what you're going to do, it's like, oh, the last one was Nicolas yeah, Cage. Last, like, oh. Last month we had Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and I just finally saw uh, Knowing. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, cool. it's a lot of fun. And um, Huber and I have been talking about a little couple of little treats to zest up that uh, mm. that category soon too that tier soon sprinkle some zest on there sprinkle a little special surprises in there so we'd appreciate if you go there and check that out thank you just for listening to the podcast and being involved but you can also get this podcast early five dollars are po- uh, the people at our podcast here and we had our little silver lining at the beginning and our love and respect questions at the end to submit to those tiers you need to do so via patreon people have submitted incredible support at the shout out tier we have four people that we are going to shout out. I need to pl- I need to specify the order. Ian, you are going first. Ian's that way. Then me. Then Blood. Then Brad. Then Huber going last. So Brad, you are going after Blood. Here we go. Shout out to Caleb, Togi, Crawford, Jeff, Zio, VGM, Easton, L. Fanis, and Greg, the Dark Knight, Kettering. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Huber leans in every single time. Gets as close as he possibly can. <laughs> I like it. Gotta be intimate. Gotta be intimate with these, these sponsors. Yeah. Um, with uh, Patreon 2, uh, it's where There's you There's a get... Patreon 2? <laughs> yeah, the sequel. Like Oculus Quest 2. Uh, we, we sometimes have uh, our announcements over there. So, like, we, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll tweet about it so that you can see that something's happening. But, you know, the Patreon allows us some more space to kind of flesh it out. Um, but uh, today we made, we made a couple announcements uh, with our rooster teeth panel um we've got a new new shirt that's up um that you can get to the link to on our twitter uh but we also Designed announced that some, Purifoy. yeah mm-hmm. got a little sophie on there yeah somebody tweeted at me they were like sophie on the shirt low blow dude low blow i'm like yeah um and then the second uh is uh on october 5th uh this podcast and four of our other shows uh, will be available on uh, roosterteeth.com to watch. So if you are over there and you enjoy that player, um, you'll be able to check it out there. Uh, and uh, primarily, though, it'll be for you know, people that are already over there and, and they'll get to see our stuff. Um, Cross-gen, but, uh, dude. Compromised. Cross-gen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reported. Reported. But yeah, nothing's happening to anything else that you're used to. Um, except I don't think that we've said this on the podcast, we're no longer uploading to SoundCloud. Correct, we are on Megaphone. Our now. RSS feed is megaphone. coming out via Megaphone. Which is so. way better. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, so yeah. please don't be upset. It is yeah. way, way better. I've gotten about four or five questions on that. It hasn't been too many people have been confused. So, Well, little, only 4% of people were listening directly through SoundCloud. A little, a little, so t- a right. little tiny shout out to those SoundCloud listeners. Sorry for confusing yeah. y'all. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for the support. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for listening to the Easy Eyes podcast, <laughs> which now is going to come to an end. Uh, let's see here. So we got who was on the podcast last week? That was Brad. So that is mm-hmm. be Michael Huber in the Ben Moore mm-hmm. seat. So Huber, you get to close out the show. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you'd like to promote. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. That's different every time. Uh, I don't think I disagreed with anything. Do we even need to be something that just popped into your head? Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell, damn it. (laughs) 
what a, you know what about the people that don't have the vr we want we want to get in on the sam fisher action what about the people that have playstation 5 yeah what yeah what do you mean hook us up uh <laughs> videos uh i discovered a little hidden gem on my newest huber syndrome check that out this game called wintermore tactics club really freaking awesome game came out of nowhere one of my favorites uh and then close this out right i'm on the edge of my seat dude close this out that's it we'll see you we'll see you next week (laughs) on the the rooster teeth we're cross-platform now so maybe we won't be there next week we'll be there october 5th in a couple of weeks (laughs) all right well october 5th podcast will be on october (laughs) mark your calendars october 5th on rooster teeth this whole thing's your trademark Santa? Yep, that's it. Yeah, hi, I'm Jeff Bezos. Correct, we. Oui.